All right. Well, it's not Sunday because I had a important family gathering out of state this past weekend. So this week you're getting a Monday pod, but we're going to go over some good stuff. I uh, have uh, some news in the boo hurt world, plus some upcoming events to talk about uh, and a couple of opinion pieces. You know me, I'm going to give you my thoughts on a couple things. So without further ado, let's get to it. As always, that was the Nocturnal Affair with It's No Good, their new single. Uh, climbing the charts steadily, steadily climbing the charts on uh, Spotify. Go on over there, download that song, download their old music, and go to the nocturnalaffair.com and uh, check out all their upcoming tour information. They have a lot of stuff going on. I know they have some shows coming up here in Vegas as well, so definitely go check those guys out. You heard for yourself, it's one of the few... One of the few times you've ever heard a cover that was way better than the original. That's right, I said it because it's true. Well, first thing this week, let's start with the fun news. Uh, The fun news is apparently uh, at a tournament in the UK this past weekend, Tom Hardy showed up, actor Tom Hardy, um, Bane uh, from Batman. Also, if you watch Peaky Blinders, Ralphie. a lot, of, a lot of movies, a lot of credits to his name. Um, pretty big fan, so it was pretty cool to see that he showed up. But he didn't only show up. Uh, he apparently borrowed some armor and a tabard from the Invicta team and actually did a you know a pro fight. So Tom Hardy was uh, in armor this weekend fighting in Europe. People trying to tell you the sport's not growing. That's obviously not true. Um his exact words were, it wasn't Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but it also wasn't bad either. So it sounds like he had a good time. And uh, all we can hope is that more people see that, you know, and it helps spread the word about the sport. Um, from the videos I saw, you know, he's a pretty athletic guy. You know, he's not just a BJJ fan. He actually goes to tournaments and competes. A lot of celebrities, you know, there's a lot of your, some of your favorite celebrity black belts only do private lessons and don't even roll in class. You know, they basically buy those belts. Uh, Tom Hardy is not one of those guys. I can't say for certain how many tournaments he's won, but he's at least medaled in four or five different um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competitive tournaments. So kudos to him. He's obviously a real athletic guy, so for him to be willing to put on armor and try our sport out, that's pretty awesome. And from, like I said, the sounds of it, Sounds like he had a good time, so who knows? Maybe it'll be a more regular occurrence, and uh, maybe some of his uh, Hollywood buddies will check it out, too. Um, constantly trying to reach out to a bunch of celebrities that live here in Vegas that I know are interested in this kind of thing. Um, 
but as you might imagine, famous people can be pretty tough to get a hold of sometimes. So it's cool. Uh, that was a great thing to see. And, uh, you know, it's good for the sport. It's good for the notoriety of the sport and the overall growth. So when a movie star, you know, tries your sport out and then uh, has a good enough time doing so that they're willing to turn around and put it on their social media and basically reach millions of people around the world, that can't be bad, right? That has to be a good thing. So, uh, again, Tom Hardy in armor. Check it out. You can check out uh, his Instagram page. I think has some videos and some footage, uh, as well as the Invicta page on Facebook. Uh, their team page also has videos and footage. So, definitely recommend you get over there and uh, check it out. Like I said, uh, he was doing pretty well. Obviously, they weren't going full speed. Just you know, just because you know he's a movie star and uh, and an athlete doesn't you know doesn't change the rules. First time somebody gets an armor, you don't want to you know try and bully him around and and stuff like that. So they obviously weren't going full speed as hard as they could, but you know, like I said, he's definitely athletic. He was definitely moving very well for somebody who had never worn armor before. So, like I said, congratulations to him. Congratulations to the sport. And I know it was super cool for the people on the Invicta team. They had to have a blast. So, good for them. And uh, we appreciate them spreading the word and getting that out there. Up next, uh, the destination for the IMCF World Championships were announced for the next two years, and uh, it's coming to the new world. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty big deal, uh, a huge deal, really, considering, you know, this sport, uh, cons- you know, is based on a time period where uh, our countries, you know, Mexico, the United States, they weren't, they weren't in existence. They weren't a thing, right? So to actually be able to host world championships here, tells you how much the sport has grown internationally, especially over here on the North American continent. Uh, like So next year, uh, 2024, the IMCF World Championships will be in Mexico. In Mexico. That's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm hoping to get down to Mexico this year, actually, in November for the Aztec Cup. Uh, I hear the... Every, the guys on the Mexican team uh, are really great uh, on the Mexican national team. That's going to, of course, make up some of the club teams. So I want to meet those guys and look forward to going down there and fighting. You know, uh, it's going to be kind of a historical thing. Uh, it, not kind of. It's going to be the first of its kind there. Uh, so that should be fun. But 2024 IMCF World Championships in Mexico. So that's awesome. But even more awesome than that is in 2025. The IMCF World Championships will be in the United States of America. That's right. IMCF World Championships are coming to the USA in 2025. And that's huge. That's huge. And I think it's awesome coming off the heels of the of uh, of the performances that both of our national uh, squads put on at these past two world championships, right? Uh, so basically you're hosting, you're, you're hosting, you're allowing the world championship team or a world championship team. We'll see what happens next year in Mexico, but to host uh, a tournament that they want, which only seems right, uh, regardless of destination. Uh, and yeah, it's, I'm extra biased because this time it's, <laughs> it's the U S and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome for all the fighters in this country that want to participate or even just attend to not have to, to, for once, not be the ones having to figure out how to fly all over the world to do it. 
uh, it's going to be in our backyard for once, and that's that's definitely something worth worth cheering about. So 2024 IMCF World Championships, Mexico. <coughs> Excuse me. 2025, the United States. Now, I don't believe they have picked <coughs> an exact location yet for the United States. Uh, I know that they're trying to uh, hold a uh, the qualifier in the Midwest, so it kind of makes sense if a place has enough space for the qualifier uh, it would probably also be a decent consideration for um, for the championships themselves, but it all matters on time of year and attendance and all that good stuff. So there's a lot that goes into it, but it doesn't matter. America is America, and that's where it will be, and uh, that's that's awesome. Coming up soon, something I'm super excited about, and I, of course not just me, but I am. Dragon Con uh, will be coming up here in Atlanta in about ooh, three weeks. Uh, the first weekend of September. Uh, it's one of the largest conventions in the world. Definitely, I believe, one of, if not the largest, uh, that takes place here in the United States. Comic books, gaming, anime, anything you can think of, uh, entertainment spectrum, it's it's there. It's featured big time, including the Dragon's Cup, which is the tournament that we will be fighting in uh, on the Saturday in, the um, I believe, the main ballroom. So, that's awesome. Uh, last time I went, had a great time. Uh, team took second place. Uh, so, we're going to see if we can uh, climb uh, climb back up that, that one step, uh, back to first place this year. Uh, should be a pretty competitive tournament, even though it is fun, but it should still be pretty competitive. Uh, there's some good teams coming, some good fighters coming. So, looking forward to it. Plus, the fighting there is always super well-received. Uh, I mean, you can imagine... Uh, a convention of that size based around, you know, sci-fi and anime and gaming. Um, uh, they see a bunch of knights going at it full speed, full force. Uh, it, it definitely gets uh, received pretty damn well. So shout out to Lawrence and everybody else in Palmetto for uh, making that happen yet again. Uh, the Palmetto Knights. Uh, and uh, it's it's crazy that they're able to get this done while still planning this huge carnage thing every year. So I don't know how they do it. You know, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm a pretty decent multitasker. I can I can walk and chew gum at the same time. But for those guys to be able to consistently pull off this Dragon Con thing, while I know they already have to be preparing and laying the groundwork for Carnage, especially this year. Carnage this year is absolutely insane. Uh, so props to them. I don't know how they do it, but thank goodness they do because it's always a good time, and uh, I look forward to it. All right, so AMCF uh, announcements were made. They filled some offices. Um, the The list of names doesn't matter. That's not what I'm going to touch on here. Uh, transparency and voting. What do people think about that? What are your overall thoughts about that? So, do you think, I mean, you know, you let me know. Head on over to the Facebook group. And let me know, how, what do you think the best voting method for choosing uh, board members uh, for an organization would be? You know, I'll, I'll leave a couple options there. And then what we can we can talk more in depth. And, and if people have a counterpoint, I'd love to hear it. I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, that's, so go over Facebook, 
uh, Facebook groups, podcast, colon, Boo Hurt Butcher. You'll see it pop up. And, um, yeah, let me know what you think, how the most transparent, whether or not transparency matters. You know, I've been known to occasionally make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> so, hey, maybe that's just me doing this again. Maybe transparency is no big deal. Maybe, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm just, you know, doing that thing I do where I just blow things out of proportion a bit. But it seems strange to me that we never even got a full list of nominees, or I guess you'd say nominees because they're not candidates because nobody's voting. Um, And then winners were announced. And it turns out that instead of being voted on by the constituents of the league or the organization, it's voted on by the board members. I think it's like four or five people, something like that. So, I mean, you know, let me know. Let me know. If you think four or five people behind closed doors making decisions about who's going to run entire organizations is the way to go, let me know. If you think maybe it should be more transparent and upfront and maybe some members uh, of of that league or organization should also have a say, um, let me know that too. Uh I think it could have been more transparent, honestly. I think at a, at a time in a day and age now where we always scream transparent, tran- transparency, um, I think uh, I also have a bad history with secret votes, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> that could just be previous trauma rearing its ugly head again. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, of secret votes. And, uh, but, you know, not to say that the people that they selected aren't awesome selections, not to say they wouldn't have won if you did have a league vote. This is, like I said, their names don't matter right now because this isn't about them. It's about the process. I'm, I'm questioning the process. Cyrus is a great man. Cyrus is a great leader, you know? So I'm not questioning the people that ultimately got selected, not saying he did it all himself, but. But I just wonder if maybe there could have been a bit more transparency in the process for those of us that are really looking at the AMCF as a real viable option um, for maintaining constant membership. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure somebody will, you know, somebody going to get upset about this, but there's really nothing to be upset about. I have no problem with the people that were selected, and I don't have any problem with the people that did the selecting. It's just the... uh, lack of clarity and again if i missed it you know i'm not always glued to the uh you know the facebook groups um you know there's a lot so even if you're glued to one you're probably missing something on on group number eight um so if i missed it and there was some kind of like discord not actually on the discord that's the one thing i'm not on is discord but you understand what i mean if there was a conversation that took place and i just missed it then that's on me but uh I was informed that people were allowed to send in nomina- nominations, you know, i.e. themselves, right? I know, because full disclosure, I did. I sent one. And then the board selected from those, from those that they received. So, okay, you know, all right. Like I said, if I have no issue with the board or the people selected. I just feel like maybe we could have seen a little bit more of how this was going to get, you know, what, what criteria did they use at least, at least like 
shoot me a list of criteria that was used or, or, you know, something, something that lets us know how we ended up with the leadership that we have, I think is fair. And I don't think that's a, uh, unfair jab at anyone. And if anybody takes it that way, depending on who you are, I'm sorry, or I don't care. <laughs> All right. Speaking of transparency, yes, this is an affiliate code. Yes, the gym does get money if you use this code when you when you go there to buy things. But no, it doesn't mean you shouldn't buy these things. They are quality products. I'm talking about old school labs. Oldschoollabs.com. Uh, we carry them at the gym. We use them at the gym. Uh, I carry the creatine in-house all the time. Uh, they have a lot of great products, not developed by random people in warehouses, but by uh, actual um, medical professionals and and athletes, both competitive and former. Uh, so it's definitely worth checking out. Go there. Use code WOLVESDEN. Get 15% off. What do you have to lose? Pick up a thing of creatine. Creatine's good for you if you're training and working on a regularly ba- regular basis regardless. Get 15% off. Try a creatine once you like it because you will try something else. You can use that code WOLVESDEN as many times as you want. So head on over there to oldschoollabs.com. Use code WOLVESDEN and uh, get strong. And if you're going to be taking the supplements, you might as well lift some weights, right? Of course you should. So you should go to vancefitnessnow.com. As always, I, I tell you guys, uh, Vance Fitness outfitted us uh, at the Wolves Den here in Las Vegas with some great equipment. Uh, some of the most sturdy, well-built, manufactured equipment I've ever seen. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. You can get a workout moving the plate tree around. And that's its job is just to hold weights. But that's like how sturdy the the construction of all their stuff is, and uh, yes, uh, the owner and operator of that company is a Boo Hurt fighter in Texas, so uh, we like to support our own, uh, especially when it's a quality thing. Um, you know, I always say we like to support our own, but if it wasn't good stuff, I still wouldn't recommend it. I I just wouldn't badmouth it either. I'd just be quiet. I wouldn't go out of my way <clears throat> to try and mislead you. It's really quality stuff. Head on over there, advancedfitnessnow.com. Uh, get your, your free weights, your dumbbells, your pull-up bar, your dip bar, all the stuff you need, your trap bar, everything. They've, they've got everything you need. they got stuff that you probably didn't even realize you need, and then you see it, and you go, oh, that's pretty cool. So definitely head on over there, advancedfitnessnow.com. All right, so September. What do we have coming up here in September? September, September. Well, I guess first up in September, um, I already mentioned DragonCon. That's the first weekend of September. That's happening in Atlanta. Knights of Wakanda will be there, among other teams. Uh, there's going to be some great fights and some uh, real entertaining stuff going on. Plus, uh, they have it set up so fans get to vote on who their favorite team is um, at the merch table. So uh, we're going to try and everybody, like I said, it's, it's a fun tournament, but it's still going to be a little competitive because people are going to want those votes, right? Uh, we're, we, we don't dress up in armor and hit each other with swords and axes because we don't like to compete and win and try and win things. Uh, so it's going to be fun. I definitely uh, recommend if you're anywhere near the uh, downtown Atlanta area that weekend that you swing by and uh, watch us crack each other in the mouth a few times. Uh, After that, we've got the California Classic in Fresno, uh, September 16th. 
Uh, that's going to be a good one. That's always fun. I, I went I went to that. Uh, maybe not the last one, but the one prior. Um, so it's always great. It's big. It's part of a big Celtic fair, or uh, I, can't, I believe so. And uh, yeah, it's a huge fair. A um, whole bunch of stuff to do. A lot of good food. A lot of good music. A lot of good entertainment. Uh, all different booths and shops and vendors and and uh, cool stuff to check out. In addition to a great tournament. And uh, there's always a lunch afterwards, too. So sit around after you get done beating up each other, eat some good food, talk, laugh. Uh, good time. Stuff people that do this uh, are into and enjoy. So uh, California Classic, that's in Fresno. That's September 16th. And then we're going to roll right into Idlewild, uh, uh, September 22nd through the 24th. I'm not 100% certain if there's going to be fighting each day or two days or three days. or You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not sure on that. But I know that the Idlewild Fair runs 922 to 924. Um, <clears throat> you can check out the event page on Facebook for more details. I'm sure that's where they'll update them uh, as they become available, which should be shortly here since we're in August. So, yeah, definitely keep an eye out there uh, for, for your details on that stuff coming up. So... That's a good one. Head on over to the Facebook group. Like I said, I'm going to put a poll up there um, about, you know, voting styles. And this can be not just for leagues and stuff. Hopefully this will be handy uh, for teams, um, teams that choose to have elections. Uh, some teams do. Some teams don't. Some teams people are appointed. Some teams are just kind of, you know, it happens, you know, things kind of fall fall into place. Uh, people fall into positions, um, whether just by nature or by necessity. Uh, but if you do choose uh, to hold a vote, this is probably also some good information that we'll be able to hopefully gain from this poll. If I can get some good participation in this poll, you know, the more people that participate, the the bigger the range of knowledge we can get, we can, we can gain. Uh, so head on over there. Uh, it's podcast colon who hurt butcher. Uh, that's the Facebook group. And that's where I'll be posting that poll here shortly. Um, if not by today, then definitely uh, by the end of the week. So keep an eye out for that. A uh, couple things happening here locally. Uh, a couple of my guys are getting their armor here. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Things are kind of knock on, knock on wood happening uh, on schedule. I hope I didn't just jinx it, but. Uh, we're actually waiting on some Briggs to come in today. Uh, and that should complete another kit and then also complete a loner kit. Uh, so, yeah, things are looking good. Wolves Den, Medieval Combat Academy, downtown Las Vegas. Uh, you know where to find us, Wyoming and Industrial, Purple Building. Uh, whenever we are closed because we're away for an event, uh, we always post that. You can follow us on the Instagram page which I'll link uh, here in the description. Um, and it'll also link you to the Facebook page as well. So whenever we know we're not going to be there uh, for events or if there's ever an emergency or anything like that, that's where you can find that information. Otherwise, you can find us at the Academy every Friday and Saturday at 7 p.m. and then Sunday at 9.30 a.m. So plenty of opportunities to train. Uh, you don't have to make them all, but if you make more than you miss, uh, you're definitely going to get some gains. Everybody's welcome. Come on out. Um, let's see. I think that might be it for this week. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, next week, we're going to have uh, a bit longer pod. Get ready for that. I have some interviews coming next week uh, that I'm going to finish editing here and then release uh, for uh, as part of next week's podcast. So stay tuned for that. Like I said, uh, Dragon Con, first week of September, about three weeks from now. Yeah, if you're anywhere near Atlanta, you should definitely come check it out. I appreciate it. Talk to you next time.